Good morning and welcome to the Marketing Rocket Fuel Podcast. My name is Michael. This is Drew. Drew, how are you this morning? Hey, good morning, Michael. It's uh, it's so great to be back uh, on a regular schedule again with our podcast. Uh, this is episode two of season three, and this season we're talking all things social media because it's a topic we could probably talk on for for years and years and years and never exhaust. But uh, um, man, there's so much going on. So much has happened in the past month. It's been been uh, uh, a crazy August segueing into September 2023. Well, this is really my favorite my favorite part of the year. I I love spring and I I love having four seasons. Um but really when you go outside and feel the fall in the air and know that college football is going to be on, on over the weekend, <laughs> my favorite time of the year. Now, we've been talking about we so, sort of kicked back and forth what we were going to open with. And I found it interesting that you're sort of on the AI speaking circuit these days. Do you want to tell listeners about that? You know, uh, it's an interesting thing because uh, I didn't necessarily intend to become like the the leading expert in the Charlotte area on artificial intelligence. But, uh, it, you know, it's something that we use every day in our business and people kind of got wind of that. And I started getting uh uh, newspaper interviews and um, and and just started uh, getting opportunities to go and educate people on the benefits of using AI and whether or not uh, you know the robots were going to rise up and enslave humanity or lull us into uh, becoming uh, complacent couch potatoes and um, you know spoiler alert neither of those is true. <laughs> oh In come case on, you Drew. were wondering. It's- it's going to be somewhere in between Terminator and Wally, right? It's going to be yeah, one of those. Somewhere, just right somewhere. In the I like to say it's more like Hal Nine Thousand without the homicidal tendencies. Like um, so, um, but it, it's been interesting because having a social media company, the first thing a lot of people think of with AI is like, "Oh, are you having robots create the content?" and we're actually doing the opposite. Mm. Robots are doing a lot of the other work of our company, but they're not actually doing the content creation. And um, because I think that uh, people, a lot of people want to look at AI as kind of like the lazy tool, yes. uh, the the easy button, if you will. Um, but it's not the terribly creative button. And so we use AI in a lot of other tasks, Um Automating our customer onboarding, automating uh, our some of our um, uh, tier one questions on on customer support and, and things along that lines, but we actually don't use it in creating our content and managing our social media platforms. Uh, and so people are kind of surprised to find that. And then we dive, I dive deeper into like what are some things you can actually use AI for in today's world. So maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more on another podcast because that's not actually today's topic, but it's just something interesting that that seems to be happening a lot more in my life. Well, before we get into today's topic, I do want to sort of give perspective. It do, I don't know when, if you're listening to this or watching this, I don't know when you're catching this episode, but we're uh, this is episode two of season three. If you haven't caught uh, previous seasons, check those out. But really, we try to have a purpose for every season. Drew, what's the purpose behind 
season three? What are we trying to accomplish here for our listeners? In season three, we're talking all things social media, uh, specifically social media for smaller companies, uh, because you know your bigger companies, you're hiring out agencies, or you've got a full staff to to do that. Uh, but it's a real challenge for solopreneurs, uh, mom and pops, your main street businesses of America, and and so we're trying to provide some solutions there for you and your social media presence and how you can be effective at it without it sucking you away from your business. Uh, so that's kind of the theme for, for season three here on Marketing Rocket Fuel. Well, thanks, Drew. The subject, just get really specific. Today's subject is staying in touch with social media trends. Um, right. I know for me, I feel like, I feel like the, the guy that's telling you to get off my lawn. I'm feeling old um, because... You know, in 2006, I, I can't believe how f- f- just <laughs> long ago 2006 sounds, but 2006, yeah. Facebook comes out of the ground. Uh, I can remember uh, hearing about it. I can remember some coworkers saying uh, their kids had it and you had to have a .edu address to be able to access Facebook. And now it's like the like the grand, the old grandpa of social media platforms. And we'll talk more about that as far as table stakes, but really there's some chal- inherent challenges with technology. It moves so quickly. Uh, and now you have AI sort of being like a turbo booster for how quickly technology is moving. But really let's talk about first the challenges of staying cur- current uh, specifically with social media? You know, it, it's there are two types of trends in social media. There's the the popular trends on, you know, the content that you create. Um, so, you know, that everybody thinks of like TikTok dance crazes and, and, um, and you know, things along that lines. But then there's also these trends that are happening outside of the content creation um, with, you know, emerging platforms and changes on the platform that affect how we create the content and the types of content that we can create. Uh, and I think today we want to talk about both of those things. Um, I mentioned in, a, in our last episode that um, over the summer, we saw some massive shifts in the social media platforms. Um, specifically, um, you know, we had Twitter turn into X, uh, we had Instagram launched its baby threads and all eyes were on these things. Like what's going to happen here? And, uh, and people are wondering, you know, how is TikTok going to react? Uh, we've also seen YouTube shorts emerge as a much more powerful force in the social media realm, as opposed to the entertainment realm. And so, you know, there's some big shifts happening on that landscape. And um, and it's hard to know as a small business, you know, should I be jumping on the bandwagon on these things or should I be um, waiting and seeing on these things? Um, how do I know what thing I should be on and when I should be taking advantage of these trends that are happening in social media? Yeah, um, we talked about it. When we were prepping uh, with small businesses, look, you're a small business owner. I've been a small business owner. And usually you're just in the thick of it. 
you don't have time. <laughs> you don't have time. And if you'd make time to uh, research social media or sort of find a trend, then and then something uh, catches on fire in your business, then you feel bad that you've taken your eye off your business to look at other things to try to get a grasp about social media and what's happening. You know, I, I feel like social media trends are like fashion. Like if you are retro and you're wearing vintage stuff because you're super cool, that's one thing. But if you're retro and wearing vintage stuff on accident and you don't mean to do it, <laughs> then you look like a complete dork. And I think with regards to social media trends, I think you it's easy to do that. Uh, especially if you're a small business owner, you could be on the, on the back end of a trend. And then all of a sudden you feel, you look like a tryhard on social media. Right. But if you're on the yeah. back end of a trend, making fun of it or poking fun at it, um, and, and embracing the fact that you're behind, then maybe you can use that to your advantage, but it's very difficult business owners out there. Um, or, or if you're running a marketing running the marketing for a small business, uh, don't be too tough on yourself. Uh, it is very, very difficult to stay, stay ahead of the curve. Right. And, and, you know, you're as a, as a small business owner, you, your primary objective needs to be running your business. Yes. Um, but if you don't have any customers, if you don't have any attention from anybody, you don't have any business. And and that's the reality of life as a small business uh, in 2023. And so, you know, it's important for you to pay attention to it. But you also need to realize you don't have to become a social media expert. Um, you don't have to be, you know, spending all day scrolling TikTok and scrolling Instagram and and, you know, watching YouTube's. You can, you just don't have time to do that, but you can educate yourself in the time that you do have, and you can and you should make time to stay educated, dedicate time to that to make sure that you're going to know kind of what's going on. You've got your finger on the pulse of what's going on, particularly with your own audience. Uh, you know, it's that's where I will probably say this a dozen times this season, but you've got to know your own brand. You've got to know who your brand is is targeting and resonate with them. Um, and you know, I Michael, I see you glancing over at our at our show notes because I'm probably jumping all over the outline <laughs> on this. But uh, let's let's hone in on a few things here. Um, uh, specifically, you know, we talked about the challenge of staying current. Um, what are some of these these um, difficulties that small businesses have? And trying to remain current just on the um, the trends on social media. That's a great question, Drew. You know, uh, I think uh, you mentioned YouTube Shorts. TikTok is enormous, 150 million followers or 150 million users. Um, you know, 90 minutes a day people are averaging on TikTok. Uh, and I right. think it's the video and music aspect of that. And the reason why I bring that up uh, with regards to trends is that's one of the trends that businesses, small businesses uh, may have an issue keeping up with. Uh, and, you know, that's uh, it's an interesting thing, because when we talk to new clients about, 
you know, your social media plan and what you're, what you're going to be doing. That's one of the biggest areas where we get pushback is small business owners are often afraid to be on camera. And it's an area that, um, you know, just like a lot of people are afraid of public speaking, small business owners are are concerned. They don't want to be the, the on-air talent, if you will. And, and that's an area that a lot of people are kind of afraid of, not just, you know, that you can't keep up with the latest dance trend, but that you just don't know what to do on camera in the first place. Yeah. I mean, uh, as smooth and as polished as Drew and I look on camera, we're like, <laughs> we're like ducks on the water, right? We're a ball of nerves, uh, you know, uh, and, and it just, it does take, I don't want to give ourselves too much credit and say that this takes courage. It doesn't take like first responder courage, but it does take a bit of being comfortable with being uncomfortable and, and there's no way around it. Right. It's just something that the only way around it is to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, well before the, and, and that's just one of the challenges is that social anxiety, that fear of rejection, and that needs to match up with whatever your brand is. If your brand is bold and edgy, then your social media needs to be bold and edgy. Look, if it's buttoned up and you're really sort of um, sort of vanilla, bold and edgy could work because people aren't expecting it from you. And so keeping up with these trends um, is one thing. Keeping the promise of your brand is another. So... Uh, I, I wouldn't trade one for the other. I think if I needed to prioritize, you, you need to be on brand no matter what it is. And um, and then I'm glad we're recording. You need to <laughs> you need to be on brand no matter what you're doing with social media. But with that said, and you mentioned this, uh, getting on camera, putting things out there putting yourself out there. If it's done in an authentic, genuine way, I don't think it can hurt your brand. I I would agree with that. And, and, you know, being edgy and, and fun and all that, it's not even necessarily tied to whatever industry you're in. I mean, you can have an accounting firm and still have fun on your social media. Uh, it's more a matter of who you're trying to reach. Um, you know, if you're a floral shop and, and you want to do dances around and, and, you know, I, I am a terrible dancer, so I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to get on here and do the, the latest TikTok dance. I'll break my legs. Uh, but, um, but if you want to get on and do those, those cool dance moves and stuff like that as a floral shop, that may work for you. But if you're a floral shop that tends to supply funeral homes, and maybe that's your target market, maybe that's not going to work for you so well. Um, so you really need to know not only your brand, but who your audience is for that brand. Those two things, they you can't separate those things from each other. You need to know what's going to resonate with them. And it's not a matter of you know trying to do what the latest influencer does on social media, because they're always going to be doing out there stuff. Um, and that's probably not you unless you're trying to reach the, uh, nine to 12 year old market. Uh, that's probably not going to be you. 
Um, if you are, knock yourself out. But most of us are trying to reach adults and um, and we're trying to reach an audience uh, that's that skews a little bit older than than the teenagers. So that's really kind of who I'm addressing on this. Hey, be- before we go any further, we do want to acknowledge our, our sponsor, Rocket Fuel Social. And um, if you are a small business or a or an organization, maybe a solopreneur, maybe you've got ten employees, uh, your Main Street Business of America, and you need help with your social media. It's not consistent. It's eating up your time or you're paying a lot of money to to get it done. Uh, Go to rocketfuelsocial.com. We have affordable, high quality social media plans. They're all inclusive plans. So a lot of times people ask me, what's the difference between Rocket Fuel Social and and some of these other companies that, that are out here? Well, you've either got, you know, your do-it-yourself platforms that charge just as much as we do. Um, But they make you do all the work yourself. Or you've got an agency that charges you thousands of dollars a month and wants you to sign on for like a year's contract. At Rocket Fuel Social, we're affordable. We cost about the same as a Hootsuite or something along that lines. And it's high-quality content we do everything for you. You answer a few questions about us, about your business, and we take it from there. We send you new posts every week. You click approve, approve, change this, approve, you're done. It can take your social media from 10 hours a week to 10 minutes a week. And that saves you a lot of time. It reclaims your time as a small business owner. So if you want to know more about that, go to rocketfuelsocial.com and enter the code free month to get a month absolutely free. Well, that's what you call a professional segue, Drew, because the next segment we have going is talking about identifying your target audience. Now, that can be a challenge if you're brand new. Um, Right. But the thing is, is we run into small businesses all the time that really have no idea what their target audience is. They, they think they know, but then they sit there and they wonder, We're, why aren't we getting new customers? Why, why, is our, why, why are the customers that we're getting not exactly who we want? And it's because maybe there's a bit of a disconnect between what they're saying out there, even with their social media or their website or any other communications and who they really want as a customer. So Drew, speak to what identifying your target audience looks like and how that may manifest itself in social media. Well, and this is where I'm going to let you in on a secret that we do here at Rocket Fuel Social, and we even do it over at Escape Plan Marketing. Um, And this is something that not a lot of companies will tell you about because they want to charge you a lot of money to do it for you. And I'm going to give you this secret here. Um, So when you're trying to identify your target market, one of the most useful tools you have is buyer personas. Uh, This is where you basically, you create a profile or several profiles of what your customer's life is like, who that is. You give that profile a name, a face, 
a, and it helps you visualize that person as a human being that's going to do business with you and know what's important to them. But how do you know that? Well, one of the things that we do, um, and you can do this one of two ways, maybe do it both ways. You can use chat GPT to explain your business to it and have it generate some buyer personas for you. And that's a really, really helpful tool. But an even more useful tool is if you've got a website already, you've got a social presence already, take the information on that website, plug it into ChatGPT, use the AI to identify who it thinks your buyer personas are based on what you say there, because that's going to let you know instantly if there's a disconnect or if you're kind of dead on with who you're trying to reach. Um, if it thinks you're trying to reach something completely different than you know your target market is, um, you can either say, oh, yeah, we need to change our messaging, or you can say, hey, here's an untapped market that we didn't even realize needs our products and services. So there's a lot of benefits to doing that. And that's one of those areas where we use AI um, to help us identify the types of content that we're going to create, what our tone is, what our voice should be, um, who our audience is that we're trying to resonate with whoever we're doing business with. So uh, as an agency, you know, we're, we're having to turn on a dime depending on what our clients are. I mean, we've got clients that are in construction. We've got clients that are in manufacturing. We've got clients that are that are um, in real estate or, um, you know, clients that have storefronts. And so those are all very different. And so we need to be able to quickly identify who they're trying to reach. And we use AI for that. Fantastic. And, you know, getting that person, Getting those personas is so important. And we've talked about this. I rant about this all the time. But it's so important for your customers to realize or really acknowledge through how you communicate with them that you get them. You are solving some sort of a problem for them. Even if it's a product and not a service, you are solving a problem for them. And they need right. to know that you get them. It's, it's that empathy piece that you can leverage in social media that can make the difference between them going to you or them going to a competitor. Uh, that's right. Because um, Dale Carnegie said this a long time ago, uh, all things being equal, people will do business with people they like. All things not being equal, they still will. And if your audience knows that you understand them, if they know that you get what they're going through, they know that you're that you understand the the day to day life, what their life is like, they are far more likely to do business with you, no matter what your business is, because they know that you actually took the time to care about their life. Uh, that's a massive thing in in not just in marketing, but in your company as a whole. And uh, if your company doesn't necessarily have that 
customer first philosophy that that philosophy that uh, you know we want to we really care about our customers and and we you know we care about what's going on in their lives adopt it adopt it right now stop what you're doing and change that because that's going to be key to anything that you do not just your social media not just your marketing not just your brand but it's going to be key to everything that you do as a business and it will propel your business forward well, Drew, we've talked about the challenge of staying current in social media, and that's always going to be a challenge, no matter how good <laughs> you are or how current you are. We've talked about identifying a target audience. Now, those two things are going to inform the last thing we're going to talk about today is choosing the right platform. I mean, certainly, right. certainly you can't go after all of them. You you can't. I mean, even even... Uh, with Rocket Fuel Social's big daddy plan, it's not an unlimited platform cho choosing. Like you, you can't just go after all of them. You're trying to even for your largest enterprise clients, you're limiting the platforms that they could be on because you just can't do them all. And if you tried to, you'd be awful at all of them, or even worse, mediocre at all of them. Which is not going to be anything that you want your brand associated with. Um, uh, anyway, so Drew, talk about how people can choose the right platform and sort of what sort of guardrails they need to, to have in their decision-making when it comes to that. Well, and you know, it's interesting because I say that phrase a lot. It's interesting because, but all, all of this is interesting to me. I love it. Um, you don't have to be personally on every platform that your business is on. Um, that's one of those things that uh, a lot of business owners, I, I think it's the same thing with signage and naming a company and um, and putting ads in various places. A lot of business owners want to put ads in places where they see them. And don't make that mistake. Put your put your marketing messages, put your content where your customers see them. It doesn't matter where you're at. It matters where your customers are. And that's the priority thing right there. Where are your customers? Um, it's, it's tempting to try to chase new things. And so I'll give you a good example of this. Uh, Instagram's threads that came out uh, just a couple months back. Um, Everybody <laughs> jumped over to there and droves massively jumped over to there um, because Instagram did one thing right. They said they made it super easy to do it if you already have an Instagram account. And all you had to do is press a button. You're there. Good. Um, and they made it super hard actually to, to drop the platform <laughs> after, you, after you signed up and and realized that it wasn't going to do anything for you, which is what the vast majority of people realized when they got over there. They jumped over there and they said, wow, I'm here. I really don't know what to do with this. <laughs> and whether you were using it for personal or for business, people just didn't know what to do once they got there. They said, should I be tweeting should I be posting pictures? What should I be doing here? Um, and it didn't make any sense to them. So they identified how to make it easy, but they didn't identify how to actually use it. And so it got confusing for people. And 
now they've got another problem where people are just, their engagement levels just sank like a stone. And Meta is working on retooling that platform now to try to fix that problem and, and try to salvage that big blunder. Um, so, you know, you don't have to chase after the latest thing. And the thing about social media is you don't have to be first on it, especially as a small business. You know, you don't have to be the first company on there, even in your industry or in your, or in your competitive space. Uh, so don't worry about missing out. Concentrate on where are your customers. If your customers aren't on Facebook, and this is this is like, oh my gosh, the big Facebook. But if your customers actually aren't on Facebook, don't worry about it. It's okay. But now I'm going to give you a hint. Your customers are on Facebook. Um, because it is still the biggest social media platform out there passing all others combined. And so everybody's like, oh, well, my grandkids don't want to get on Facebook anymore. It's going up. No, everybody else on the planet literally is on Facebook. And those grandkids, when they start having kids and stuff like that, they're on Facebook because they're sharing their pictures uh, because that's where the rest of the family is. And so they're there. So, yeah, your customers are there. Um but questions that a lot of people have, should I be on X, formerly Twitter? Should I be on TikTok? Should I be on Instagram? Should I be on LinkedIn? Should I be on Pinterest? And knowing your audience and what's important to them is going to determine that. And that's where working with a social media company can help with that. Uh, working with a brand advisor can help with that. Um, you know, certainly... Um, our plans at Rocket Fuel Social, and I'm not just here to to hawk my wares, but uh, you know, our plans we have a pla we have a plan that goes up to six platforms um, that you can be on, and you can do that ten times a week on there, which is you know a lot of content a, that feels like a lot of content to a lot of people, but if you're scrolling, it goes really quick. But we limited it at six platforms because we also realized that if you're trying to be everywhere, unless you're a global conglomerate with deep, deep pockets, you're not going to be successful at being everywhere. You need to concentrate on where you're most effective, get really good there, and then add. Make sure that you're good at what you're doing and then add. Um, so don't try to be everywhere all at once. And that doesn't mean you can't have a presence on some of these other channels. It just means you're focused mostly on one or two key areas. And maybe you're duplicating that content on some of your other channels. Um, so, and that's really kind of the easiest places to have easiest way to have a presence across those platforms. But you know, you're focused on like, for example, right now we are more focused on Instagram um, and TikTok content um, with a heavy emphasis on our Facebook um, at, at Rocket Fuel Social and growing our X audience. Um, eventually, the content that we post on those channels is going to start splintering off and being different. 
we're posting a lot of the same content across multiple channels right now. Um, but as we grow our audiences on there and start using them for different purposes, then we will start doing that. But uh, the interesting thing about Rocket Fuel Social is we actually started all of our social media accounts last month and we started everything from scratch and we're using the same organic strategies that we do for our clients. Um, and it's an interesting thing because people say, oh, you're a social media company. You don't have a million followers yet. Of course we don't. We just started our own social channels and we wanted to have a level playing field there. And so we're showing how we can continue to grow our own channels. And those channels are beginning to grow, which is exciting to me, uh, but it should be exciting for our clients as well. Well, before we get to the action tip of the month, one of my favorite segments, I do want to mention a couple platforms that people may not think are social media platforms. And right. One of them is your Google My Business profile. Uh, and then another one is YouTube. Some people don't think that YouTube is a social media platform, but it is. Drew, do you have any thoughts on your Google uh, profile and YouTube as far as those being lever leveraging those as social media platforms? You know, your Google My Business listing is one of those things that sits quietly in the background and you don't think about a lot. But there are some things that you can do there that will massively impact your own company's search engine optimization. Uh, and one of those is to be posting your social content on Google My Business. Um, you can actually post there just like any other social media platform. They have some limitations on like the length of a video or things like that. And you don't get comments back like you do on other social channels, but you can still post that content out there. And especially if it's got links back to your own site, that's helping your organic SEO. It's also when you come up in a near me search, people are seeing all of that activity there and they're like, this is a company that's got something going on. Uh, on the YouTube side, YouTube launched something very interesting. And if you're if you're watching YouTube videos a lot, you're seeing these a lot and may not even realize what they are, but they're called shorts. And they're videos that are designed, they're, they're vertically uh, portrait-oriented videos. They're designed just like TikTok and Instagram Reels. And they're about the same length. They're short versions of videos that are pushed a lot more than your full-fledged videos are. And so YouTube has got a massive push for those. But just like other social media platforms, people can like, comment, and subscribe right on those shorts. And they can do that on your regular videos as well. By the way, if you're watching this podcast, please like, comment, and subscribe if you have not already, if we're providing value for you. Fantastic. Well, Drew, let's wrap things up with our action tip of the month. What are we wanting people to do if they're watching or listening? How are we gonna challenge them this month? You know, one of the things that uh, small business owners tend to do is get caught up in the weeds and, and get down into the thick of running your business and you just don't have time for anything else. But uh, I'm gonna challenge you, set aside some time to learn about social media. Um, one of the things that you could do is just say like maybe on a Tuesday, say I'm going to make a trend Tuesday and take 
30 minutes to an hour, either watch some YouTube videos, listen to our podcast, uh, do some things to help educate yourself on social media. What's out there? Get on some of the platforms and start looking at what people are doing. Watch what your competitors are doing. That's a key right there. If your competitors got something good, acknowledge that it's good and come up with your own version of that. Figure out how could we take this and make it even better. Um, so I would say that's that's our action tip of the month. Do some things to educate yourself on how your company can be using social media. And if you need some help, go to rocketfuelsocial.com and we'll be glad to help you out with that. Fantastic. Well, before we close out, I do want to tease the next episode where we're going to be uh, creating... Uh, well, before we close out, uh, I, I do want to tease the next episode where we're going to challenge, again, we love challenging our listeners and our watchers. Uh, we're challenging them with how to create engaging content on, wait for it, a limited budget, which we all have. Drew, do you want to tease that next episode right. and then take us on out? You know, uh a lot of people think you've got to spend a lot of money. Well, there's two, I guess there's two myths. There's one myth that social media is free. Everything costs you time and money to do. It's, it's the reality of being in business. But the second myth is that if you're going to create really good quality content, that you have to spend a lot of money to do it. And you do not. And next month, we're going to show you how you can be doing that without breaking your bank and, uh, and, still creating content that engages your target audience. Fantastic. Drew, thank you. It's always great spending <clears throat> the, the morning with you. Uh, any closing thoughts before we let our folks go? Hey, I want to thank everybody for uh, subscribing to uh, Market... market. So now, now it's contagious. I want to thank everybody for subscribing to Marketing Rocket Fuel. Um, it's It's... It's such a privilege to be a part of your story, helping to grow your businesses. If you've got questions, comments, uh, thoughts on any of, th any of the things that we're talking about as a small business, be, be sure to comment in the, in the comment section below, especially if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast channel, be sure and like give us a five-star review. Uh, if you got something nice to say, say it. If you don't have anything nice to say, uh, spend your time someplace else. Don't give us a one-star review or anything <laughs> like that. But, uh, but you know, if it's not valuable to you, it's okay. You know, we'll give you a hug and say, go on with your life. It's, it's all right. But, uh, but if what we do is valuable to you, uh, please let us know about that uh, and let us know how we can provide even more value to you. All right, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Peace and long life.